Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to episode 276 of Fourth and John. I am Gail Saunders here with Evan Hollywood Hearn, Mr. Prime, and Mal in the building. Obviously, it's a great day to be Eagles fan and welcoming in the class of 2022. Uh, you know, we had 10 picks, but you know, at the end of the day, we got we got five nice little gems here, you know. We'll, we'll start with Jordan Davis. Uh, Jordan Davis, to me, you know, you talk about the uh, the longevity of Fletcher Cox and what he's, he means to this defense. You know, some might question, you know, does he want to catch double teams and beat double teams consistently? Maybe, maybe he's getting a little long in the tooth. We got a guy who's going to do that for him. So I, I think oh, overall, I think Jordan Davis is a guy that um, I think – the fan base is pretty happy with at this moment. I mean, I've seen some people poo-poo the idea of him as a uh, as a pass, you know, rusher. But I, I feel like he's going to push and collapse these pockets. Um, but right off the bat, like as we start with Jordan Davis uh, going around, I mean, how are you guys feeling about Jordan Davis? I'm I'm excited as hell to have Jordan Davis, man. I mean, for a guy to be that size and move the way he does, that's a unicorn in real life, man. I mean, you you don't just have guys that are six foot six, three forty one that are running four sevens. That's a yeah, that's a very rare breed. I think that you know, I I have even brought up concerns about where I said, um, you know, oh, I'm not sure if he'll be a guy that's down there as a three down guy, but. This, this is a guy that is obviously still very young. Uh, he can develop. He can also shed weight. Um, and to think that he would be completely ineffective in the passing game is just silly. I mean, you just look at his raw strength, his raw ability. The dude is still going to make it happen in the, uh, in the quarterback's backfield. Um, he's just obviously way more effective in the run game. But, dude, I'm, I'm over the moon. Uh, we, we, we've addressed uh, defense through free agency the past few years. I'm glad that we finally clamped down and uh, went got, and got some young defensive guys in the draft. Yeah, man, if it wasn't for, uh, you know, the way things went, I, pro- you know, I, I, I'm, I'm ecstatic too. Uh, it took it took for everything to, to go the way it did for me to be on the level that I am about Jordan Davis. I'm um, really excited about it. Uh, you know, he's a big dude. Um, every time I see his picture, though, man, it's just like, why you get what I do? Stop looking at me like that. Like he's got like this look to him, like he's mad dog, bro. <laughs> yeah. That's how I want him so, to be, though. That's fine. No, I, I get it. You know I mean, there, there, there goes again. Like yo, just like fall back, chill out, bit, man. Yeah, exactly. You feel like uh, but, feel like a snack over there. Huh? <laughs> but you know, uh, if, if I sit here and, and you know tell you that that was like my number one you know choice that day when we were you know at the link for draft day, I'd be lying to you. You know, I was all about um getting you know. The safety from Notre Dame, and yeah, we ended up going with Jordan Davis. Um, but it played out for, you know, for the right moves. It, it ended up coming out good. Um, so I'm excited about it. Looking forward to it. Uh, you know, he's definitely going to go ahead and, and and fill in 
the gap, you know, where, where, where we needed on that line, um, the line just got more and more better, you know, adding him on. And then, you know, with the rest of the additions we got on that day, um, I'm excited, man. That dude's a beast. Like, I just, I, I'm wait, I can't wait to see him go to work. It's huge, bro. Yeah, man. I mean, tell me how many people you've seen shed a triple team. I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I think that that's a big piece, you know, whether or not Fletch really wants to, to work with double teams, it's kind of out the window now, you know, whenever Jordan Davis is on the field, um, he'll be able to eat up a lot of that space, especially if they're looking to move into that five, two early down front. I mean, that just allows your monsters to, yeah, clutch, very clutch. And we'll be seeing that again when Kobe <laughs> comes back. Um, but, uh, you know, again, just watching Jordan Davis excited and, and really just thinking about all of the changes that can happen as like a residual effect of taking such a big person and putting them smack in the middle of your defense. We'll get into the undrafted free agents, but Noah Ellis is another person that is an immense human being. And so you see Philadelphia really making a very uh, intentional sort of prioritization of big human beings. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like we're, can't go wrong with that right like the game is one in the trenches on both sides of the ball and jordan davis is going to win more of his matchups than he loses absolutely hey, you think about uh you think about um jordan davis i think you know he, he he came i think he had a came come to jesus moment where he's like you know what i might be a little overweight you know what i might be a little winded um the fact that he came into the combine at th around 340 um, he, you know, he started his career at Georgia around 380. Yeah. So you're you're seeing, you know, the evolution of Jordan Davis. I, I'd like to think that if he can, you know, become that pro, because that's that's I think that's really what it is at the end of the day. Like pl these players becoming pros and how they train, how they eat, the fact that he if he gets a personal chef and and takes takes uh, takes it easy on the gummy bears. And, and just they're organic realize, now. They're organic. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> uh, 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 what was how we were saying that there were six cheesesteaks waiting for him uh, when he when he got to the link, and he he, he didn't really didn't really touch him. He didn't really touch him. So he's there. He's already starting. He's already starting. So man, I, I'm I'm excited for that. How I'm about, excited uh, for him. I, I want to build off of uh, Nina and just kind of give a little round of applause for Howie here. I mean, the past two seasons, not overthinking himself last year, going after two Alabama players that yeah. contributed huge. I mean, Devontae yeah. Smith, love him. Landon Dickerson, love him. Yeah. And now you go after, after Georgia wins the title, you go after two Georgia boys. Yeah. Howie, well done. Don't overthink yourself. Go and get the good guys, bro. Right. Keep keep it simple, stupid, keep right? It simple, you know, stupid. always. <laughs> that's what I that's, that's what I've been thinking. Like, how we just kept it simple. Like, um, that's all again, we're you do, bro. I mean, again, you know, like when we got to the second round, like I feel that's that's where people were like, "Hey, man, you're you're getting a little cute." But after further, uh, you know, investigation. I mean, you got um, it, it made sense. It made sense. Yeah, it, it's hard to it's hard it's hard to downplay Kelsey and listen to him be so adamant about that's who he picked and that's who he co-signed. So we're we're, we're talking about Jason Kelsey, not the, the 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 mummer god, the you know the Hall of Fame, future Hall of Fame lineman for the Eagles. We're talking about future future NFL scout or like Eagles. Uh, I don't know. I, to me, to me, it seemed like Jason Kelsey might have gotten away with Howie 
shut up for the moment. I got this. You know, I mean, this is the guy we're going to go with. So, I mean, I'm excited. Hey, for Jason Kelsey to go ahead and speak on the fact that we made this pick in the second round, it definitely put an agreement. I mean, disagree with me if I'm wrong, but I think it put us all at ease on that pick, realizing that, you know, it was needed for the future because, you know, Jason Kelsey is going to pretty much hang it up after this year. Yeah, no, and, and I, f- I felt the same way, and I said the same thing prior to going to the draft. I mean, before Kelsey announced that he was going to be coming back this year, um, Tyler Linderbaum was was on my draft board. He was a guy that I was I, – I saw him play in college. I saw how he was able to get 25 yards downfield and still be a lead blocker, and I'm like, that is like a carbon copy of Jason Kelsey. Um, so I wanted that, but then when Kelsey came back, I'm not going to take Kelsey out of the lineup. But after Cam Jurgens ends up getting drafted, I go and watch that video where Kelsey is just he's being he's completely adamant and uh, he's being completely genuine. He's just saying, you know, this is a, the Eagles came to me. They asked me, who do you see uh, the most in yourself? And uh, he went and did the research. He went and looked at the guys. Cam Jurgens is a guy that was a nut- it's not like he was, you know, this middle of the pack center. He was the second ranked center behind Linderbaum. Um, and I think that if Kelsey co-signs that, he knows a hell of a lot more about the position than I do. And I, uh, I trust that man's word. Yeah. I went back and watched the, the Jurgens tape, um, put the article out. I wasn't sold on it. Even with Jason Kelsey co-signing it, he's co-signed some people previously that didn't necessarily work out. And so I, I trust my eyes, um, and watching Jurgens, you see two things that really jumped out to me athleticism which Hearn, you were just talking about and intelligence um you see him making the line changes you see him changing up the protections you see him identifying on the outside like blitzers and actually having the physical capability to get outside i really love him as a run blocker moving forward able to use his athleticism um pretty strong hands if he gets his hands on you you probably aren't gonna get away and then him pulling my God, bro, he was demolishing folks on poles. And so I love that aspect of it. Not as far along as a pass blocker. Um, really got his behind kick versus Oklahoma. Um, and struggle in pretty much every game that I watched uh, for in, in pass block sets, just because he really doesn't have a well-developed like lower body as of yet. A lot of his strength comes from his upper body. And so a lot of that is just technique and timing. Um, you know, I'm glad that he won't be pressed in the starting this year. I think that he would have a tough time, and I don't see him sliding over the guard this year. Um, I don't think that that's in his best interest. I think overall he'd be a much better dude to redshirt, learn from Kels, learn the system, step in in 2023, and hit the ground running. Um, but, yeah, I changed my opinion, man. Watching the tape, you you see a lot of plus attributes. You see a dude that just needs refinement, um, and if, if he gets said refinement, he could definitely play the pivot for us for a long time. I mean, the fact that you have a uh, offensive lineman with some twitch – you talk about a guy who played linebacker, uh, tight end in high school, converts once he gets to um, Nebraska. The fact that, um, you know, he, he converts and never played center before. He gets he gets 31 starts in 32 games, uh, becomes like the first freshman ever to start at center for uh, Nebraska. Um, so, I mean, you know, that, that athleticism you like, you, you like him on the move. You know, they mentioned in the uh, press presser that they they do see him uh, with that versatility. Uh, maybe not right away, but I feel like at the end of the day, if they they like his his movement skills, maybe he can give you something as a depth piece. You know, we just we just got rid of her big. 
Um, so maybe they feel, you know, you know, they, they, they can start moving some pieces around. But overall, I think Cam Jurgens, the pick wasn't like over overly. Uh, I, did everyone back that move? I'm, you know, I think some people had, you know, other directions they wanted to go, but they're 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 really going after the trenches. Uh, moving right along to number the, the third pick in the third round. I cannot believe this man. <laughs> <laughs> That, that word fucked you up. <laughs> Yo, son. I showed my wife the video, bro. She was crying, so She was like, oh, man. She was like, I would have said the same thing. So I ain't feel... Listen, that's proof. When people try to say I'm smart, I'm going to just show them old cheetah and be like, listen, here's the proof that. For people that didn't watch the uh, live stream, uh, Mal sh- struggled with... Uh, Butchered it. Wach- Wachita. Wachita State. Yeah, uh, he, uh, was calling, yeah, yeah. he was calling. He's calling Owachida. Yes, sir. Owachida Baptist. Uh, but um, the Kobe D man, I think guys, I think guys were insanely excited. The whole fan base, I think the whole NFL landscape, all the scouts, everybody in in the NFL, in um, was they couldn't believe that Nicobe Dean fell. Uh, Nicobe Dean, we're, we're talking about a field general. Uh, that has the IQ and the makeup you want from day one. You think about the third round when we got Davion Taylor, who was a raw prospect, who could move, uh, but the IQ wasn't really matching the athleticism. Here we got a guy whose athleticism matches the IQ. He's a he's a field general in the waiting. Uh, I think you can you can get an idea what you're going to get from him because you saw him playing in you know behind. Uh, Jordan Davis, so you can see where he's he's you know comes up in, in, in blitzes. He's a, he's a solid blitzing linebacker, but at the end of the day, like him holding his players accountable, all the players will tell you who led that Georgia defense, and it was Nakobe Dean. So the fact that he fell due to some medicals, you know, he 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 was a little concerned why he fell. You know, everyone's talking about the pec and some other injuries that he has, but how he says he's ready to go. You guys you guys believe that? The I mean, man, the, the, my bad. Go ahead, go, go ahead, ahead. Go ahead, bro. No, I was saying the man himself said he was ready to go. So I mean, he knows his body better than anybody. I don't know if it was the hype, the excitement, but I mean, you know, just hearing that come out of his mouth, like we were all there, like you know, that day when when we picked him, we were like, shit, are we gonna, you know, are we gonna really see this this kid this year, or are we gonna have to wait a whole nother year? But I mean, you know, for him to come out and say, hey, listen, I'm ready to go. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm fine you know, it definitely put a positive on the whole situation. So, um, you know, being called the general on your, on your college squad and then coming into the NFL, like that's what we're looking for. We're looking for the future general to go ahead and lead that defense. And, you know, I'm seeing some of the tapes, seeing some of the you know the videos on this kid and the way he's like leading that, that defensive line or, you know, putting people in place and the way he's speaking to them as plays goes on, that's the type of leadership that, you know, we definitely want to look, you know, down the line for it. And, you know, um, it was a steal, man. Getting him at third in the third round at that, that spot. Uh, it, it was, it was like the perfect scenario. Dude. The, fa- the fact that uh, Howie Roseman was, was able to pull this one off, man. I mean, we were just talking about Cam Jurgens going in the second round. Do you want to talk about a redemption pick? This was the one, man. This was the pick of the entire draft right here. Being able to secure Nicobe Dean at 83 um, it was funny because as soon as we got him, I, I texted my dad, who was a uh, 
big time Alex Singleton stand for, for the longest time. And uh, I, I texted him, finally, this is your Alex Singleton replacement. I'm just sending him the highlights. <laughs> I was like, trust me, he's much, much better. Um, but no, dude, it, it, it's perfect. Like I said, this is the absolute um, just steal of the draft. If he's able to uh, go by week one, if he's able to go even by like midway through the season, I'd be super happy uh, with N'Kobe Dean. And do we have Gio to thank for this? I mean, he did make the for play. For the love of God, Howie. He made the play. <laughs> hey, Got to give yeah, the kid man. credit. Got to yeah. give him credit. Now, N'Kobe, man, love the pick. Watching him on tape, you rarely see him make any false reads, right? And like, I think that that's really important. Um, you mentioned Davion Taylor, who was brand new to the position. N'Kobe's a seasoned veteran. That was the engine of the best defense potentially of all time. And so that says a lot. Um, he's also able to play in pass coverage, which is huge. One of the slept on things is his ability to rush the passer. Um, you know, because he's so small, he's able to like slip through these cracks between offensive linemen. And if they can't get him, they can't block him, get a good hand on him or move him out of the way. Um, he was getting to the quarterback. He was absolutely, absolutely demolishing some folks in the SEC. And so really excited about it. My, my one thing with him is just his size, right? That like when offensive linemen were able to get their hand on him, they were able to move him around. He doesn't really have like a secondary sort of pass rush move to get to or block shed move to get to. But that comes with time and coaching. Um, you know, excited, man, about N'Kobe Dean, excited about what he'll be next to Kazir White and with TJ Grant, uh, TJ uh, Edwards, um, this this linebacking core is arguably the most physically talented one we've had in a minute, in a very long time. Uh, right. Lee. So we went from not prioritizing the position to like pouring two really important assets into it. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm geeked up, bro. And, and yeah, then so you got throw that picture up there. So Gail, throw that picture up, Gail. <laughs> and then the you got uh... You got you got people. Uh, what's called? I saw Cowboys fans today that were trying to argue that Damone Clark was, oh, was a nah, better. Not that picture. Show, show that Gale face. Yeah, I know. Exactly. That, that geeked up face. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the moment that Nakobe got drafted. There it is. Uh, I didn't even. I didn't even know they were taking that photo during the draft. But I could. I, could I, I, I had the screenshot ready to go. I was, was just perfect. ready to release the mouse as soon as Gail made a face. Perfect. No, <laughs> I, could, I, could, I couldn't believe that we got him. Uh, he's a yeah. guy that I, I was studying intently. Yeah. Just we got a heat, we got a heat sinking missile yeah. to our defense now. Like before, like we didn't have we didn't have any of that. We, I mean, we have a guy in there that I mean I, I trust like and, you know, yeah. Can the bigger tight ends maybe get get have their way with him a little? We, I want to see him in, in coverage against the bigger tight ends in the league. But overall, I just feel like he, he's a guy that uh I just I, tr I just trust him, man. Um, he, he doesn't have to take that on, right? Like we have Kazir, we have TJ Edwards, like we have dudes that are a little bit bigger that might be able to be tasked with that. And so I'm not necessarily worried about him and coverage versus some of these really big tight ends. I'm more concerned about his size in the run stuff, right? Like if, yeah. if can he can he make the fits? Can he get in there and can he hold his own in the stacking NFL? The big some, boys. Yeah, stacking shedding versus some behemoth offensive linemen. Um, I think that that's the question that he has to <laughs> can he play safety? That's the question he has to answer. Um, but shit, coverage, not concerned about that. Man. But he his his defensive linemen in front of front of him are gonna keep him clean. So yeah. at the end of the day, uh, but the other thing about it is his mental makeup, man. The IQ is like he's a mechanical engineer. 
the, the yeah. smarts, the books has always been important to his family. His father is actually a doctor. Um, so, I mean, talk about smarts. Uh, I think uh, at the day off field, on the field, he's he's got some big aspirations. I, I don't like this. So many you could keep going, I, like thinking about the draft, but also thinking about the pieces that we also brought in. I think we kind of skipped a player. You know, it's not actually the the draft, but it wasn't the draft. It's, it's part. We we gave the 18th overall pick for this man, AJ Brown. AJ Brown, bro. AJ Brown. Like say it, say it, say it with me. AJ Brown. AJ Brown. AJ Brown. We got, we, we got one A and one B, dog. One yeah. A and one B. Yeah. Like, there's no, there's. Come on, we're we, we're cooking with gas now. We, we are, we are. Yeah, we, we got the sauce We got the seasoning. Awesome. We just need the offense to come through. Passing attack. Here we come. I mean, are you guys still geeked about AJ Brown? I mean, dude, that's we're, we're talking about a guy that 100% transforms your entire offense. If there's only there's only one nitpick issue I've got, and it's not even with AJ Brown. It's with the fact that I have a um, how do I put this? I have a gifted child that we just drafted last year, and I need him to be pushed. I need him to be pushed so he can progress. And if I got Darius Slay going up against AJ Brown in practice every day, Zach McPherson isn't going to be able to give Devontae Smith the challenge he needs. I I, I need another corner, bro. That's my okay. only complaint. Well, I mean, well, you know. We're talking about AJ Brown, gifted child, bro. <laughs> I don't want my gifted child to be to be ruined. Well, be, yeah. before you get all hype, I mean, look look what how he did with the contracts here. Um, see yeah, how the contract, really, see oh, how the contracts oh, yeah. are set up. Shout out to the spot track here. Oh. AJ Brown's Eagles contract five years, one hundred four million, one hundred four million thirty nine point nine guaranteed at signing. Another 17.2 million next March. Three years, fifty seven point two. A uh, million practical three years. The cap hits uh, 2022. Look at that. 5.6 million, 8.5 million in 2023. And then it, it pops up to 27.6 million in 2024, 2025, 22.6 million, 2026, 37.6 million for a wide receiver. Today's prices. What, what is that dead cap in, in 2026, bro? Mm, My so. guess is probably negligible, to be quite honest. <laughs> it's probably not. It's probably a bunch of like roster bonuses and stuff like that that don't hit the hard cap. Would be my guess. Okay. Mm. Man, but again, prime. I mean, you were asking for that 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 uh that veteran wide receiver. Like I was, I was. I mean, when it happened, it threw me off. You know, I, I was there, kind of like shocked, knowing that we ended up trading the number eighteen and a couple more picks. For AJ Brown, uh, just like I admitted that night, I, I admit to you guys now, it took me um, some homework to do over the weekend. And Maul, this was without you advising me. This is without anybody advising me. This is something <laughs> I went and did on my own. All right, because I wanted, I needed to be bought into this dude, and I'm so bought in. This dude's yeah. got some strength to him. Um, his, the, you know, the the interview that he did the other day, his intensity to come in here, and he's got a goal. He made it very clear. He's got a goal. You know, he's got he's got a little connection with Jalen Hurts already. Yeah. Um, you know, I didn't even realize that he was at his uh, draft when he got drafted. You know, what I mean, so the, the friendship is already there. The connection is already there. 
Um, so I'm already all bought in. You know what I mean? Um, it, it, it's exciting. Uh, at, at that spot, I was hoping for N'Kobe Dean, but at the end of the day, we, we ended up getting N'Kobe Dean anyway. So I was good. Um, but I'm definitely all in on A.J. Brown, man. Excited. I know you sent us a link yesterday to go ahead and replace the names on the back of the jerseys. I'm glad I didn't get rid of none of these Wentz jerseys because now oh. I'm getting the names replaced on all of them, and I'm good to go, baby. I'm so I, go. I, I reached I reached out to uh, – I said I was going to give him a shout-out on the podcast. There you go. Twill Works. At the, you can find them at twillworks.com or on Twitter at twillworks. That's T-W-I-L-L-W-O-R-K-S. Uh, they can get you new ne- name plates for any jerseys that you have. Um, that's the cool thing. I, I got. Will they you know, put I, that on for you, or they just ship no, you yeah. your nameplate? Uh, okay. That's that's. Yeah, they ship you the nameplate, and I think they're they're iron on patches. Okay. Yeah, I think. The, the funny thing is, like, I put it out there. They, we had a little, you know, we had some butthurt fans in there. Like, how, how are you going to disrespect once? Like, I was like, it's not. <laughs> I was like, Please. some people, Please. yo, some people got like four Winsters. So yeah, look, 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 of all people that has been a very defensive person when it comes to Wentz, man, stop y'all shit, man. It's over. <laughs> yeah, like, it was- that, that relationship is like way back there. The man is still up here, but it's way back there. Like, get over that shit, It's like, It's like talking about a high school girlfriend at this yeah, point. Yeah, stop, just, man. Like, come on. I'm in the comments, like, you know, sending people. I'm like, dude, like, people got like five Wentz jerseys yeah. and they're just sitting there and they're not going to wear that. And that person is me. I, so I got, I got about, the, I got about three I, of them, man. I'm ready. And to I got the it. vapor ones. I got yeah. the vapor ones that are just I sitting there. So I'm, 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 with, I'm with you, Mal. I'm with you, Mal. That was never happening. I, um, I, I got a Wentz shirt at best. That was never happening. <laughs> and so, uh, her, you were asking. So, the out for AJ Green's contract 2025. It's fifteen million dead cap, so it's really like right. three years, yeah, fifty-seven that's, that's million dollars. That's not what I thought it was going to be. Contract, yeah. yeah. So it's it's a relatively easy out. Mm-hmm. Um, love the AJ Brown man, like you know what he brings to this team is something that we haven't had maybe since Terrell Owens, right? It's like a big Strength. physical fast Strength wide receiver, wise, yes. right? Because yes. like eight, because because um, you know we've had some other big wide receivers, but somebody as fast as he is and you know his i was talking to some folks on twitter a third of his overall receiving yards in his career were yards after the catch and so like that's just an indication of how well he's able to get his hands on the ball but actually do something with it um and he's somebody that seeks out contact which i love and his size is like at six foot 225 like he's built like a running back, right? Like yeah, you see what Debo was able 4%, to do in San Fran. Yeah. He play he plays off the defense very well. Like he's off yeah. that defender very well, and I, and that was one of the things that I was eyeing as I was watching the videos on him. The way he plays off of these defenders is what I was asking for, what I've been yeah. begging for, and here we got it out of him. Dude, yeah, am I CB ones, man? Like he could beat your best cornerback yeah. all game long, and so if you switch him. And you go and you allow Devontae Freeman open run. If you give Quetz Watkins open run, we still have Zach Pascal. We got Britain that is coming in as an undrafted free agent. Like Jalen Rager, even though we don't know what he Ooh. could be, we still, hey, he's here. We still on the roster as of right now. So you could throw him out there and tell him, run around in circles. Who gives a shit, right? Ba, like, ba, you know, <laughs> definitely Basuda without a question. But like, you know, again, we were talking about the linebackers earlier. When was the last time we were this deep at such an integral position in the NFL with this Line many skill position player, players <laughs> that could change the game? All right, Dude. let's get creative on offense. Let's get busy now. 
I'm, I'm glad Will just brought up T.O. as well because I don't know if I'm out of pocket in saying this, but this, like if I'm looking at pure playing style of a wide receiver, the last time we had a guy like A.J. Brown is T.O. Like, it's it's not Maxwell. It's not Deshaun. Like, yeah, he's a, he's more not. of a T.O. built, man. Yes. yes. Yeah, sure. And that right, bro. is fucking exciting, bro. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Hell yeah. I got tired of seeing I got tired of seeing the wide receivers get manhandled, bro. You know, what I mean, I'm not taking nothing away from Devontae because he did his thing to get away from the defenders. But you look at back at JJ, you look at Jay Rager, yo, they were getting manhandled. Yeah. I'm sorry, but they were getting manhandled, bro. Mm-hmm. So like now that we pick up this dude and the way he's got on him, yeah, I wish to God, please, bro, put, it, you, put it, your it, best CB one on though. Like, like, it, like <laughs> I keep on going back to like I'll wake up in the middle of the night, like, oh, we got AJ Brown. Yeah. Like sleep. It, it's crazy like, like it's it's like the gift that keeps on giving and right. then I, then right after that i'm like oh we got Hassan reddick oh like that's, come on. like it, bro like i think howie really knocked it out the box you know again as much as shit we, as we give howie it's it's looking it's looking really good right now but um what else what i was gonna say um well, just look at it like this, right? We left day one and day two with Jordan Davis, AJ Brown, Cam Jurgens, and the Kobe Bean. My God, Joe. Right? Like, <laughs> are you kidding me? After trading out of the first round, mm-hmm. right? Like, we trade. So only one of those people came as a first round pick. The other one was traded, and we get Kobe in the third. I mean, you know, again, we talk about how we think he's the smartest person in the room. Sometimes you just got to take the talent that's there, and I appreciate him for that. Cam Jurgens to me, was still a little bit of a stretch, but he had the foresight to listen to Kels and take a position that's integral to that offense. So, you know, if, you if could, Jurgens hits, forget about the rest of it. I'm not, I'm not sure if you remember who was on the board at the time, but, like, if you hadn't gone Cam Jurgens, where would you have went now? Um, there was still a couple of corners on the board. There was still, you know, some folks. I was real big on Nick Benito, who went mm-hmm. after Cam Jurgens. Um, I thought that he'd be a phenomenal understudy for Hassan Reddick. But in reality, you know, I would I default to the folks that do this every day for a living and get paid a lot more money than I've ever made in my life. So <laughs> um, yeah, if they say that that's the pick, shit, they got big checks to prove it. I'm broke. So hey man, do what you're doing. I I mean at the end of the day, like I felt good as soon as after Kelsey was talking, I'm like, okay, you co-sign, Stalin co-sign. I'll just fall back and do what I do and we'll wait yeah. and see. Wait and see moment. Wait and see moment. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um moving right along, you know, like uh, you know, we uh ended up picking up uh a former teammate. It's a, it's almost like a uh you know, we we're picking up Jalen's best friend, a former teammate, Grant. Calcaterra from uh, SMU. He started. Did we? Yeah. Kyron? This is the last pick of the draft. Yeah, Kyron. Kyron Kyron is. Yeah, Kyron's next. Yep. You know, Kyron Johnson. uh, (laughs) I was going going to the theme of the. I was going to the theme of it, you know, like AJ Brown, the best friend. (laughs) Now the the title. Now the uh, (laughs) title. Uh, the former teammate, <laughs> the former teammate at Oklahoma, yeah, uh, dealt with some concussions. But we'll go back. We'll go back to him because Evan. Yeah. I, I'm nah, just trying to stay chronological. Okay. So the so the Eagles pick up Kyra Kyra Johnson, <laughs> a uh, a guy with tw- picture ever, yo. A guy with a guy with tweener traits, uh, but the, at the end of the day. 
Um, he can, he could, he could, he could bend the edge. Uh, he, he's got some, he got some dog in him. You see him against Trevor Penning. And I was like, Trevor Penning at senior bowl. I was, I'm not even out there playing, but I'm like, can someone fuck, like, can someone fuck this dude up? Because he, he's out here being a dick to all these defensive linemen. So they were like, it was almost like the, no, let me go. Let me go. Let me go. So they're, they're, they're trying to kill this dude. And Chiron comes in and yokes like bends him back and all the defensive line were like you know high five and, and trevor pennings like you know pushes him after the play i'm like bro you just got bent in half by a guy half your size um <laughs> and you know at the end of the day that, that's the kind of he's got that juice he, he's yeah. very uh multiple you can move him around again he's a guy that you know he runs a four four dude yeah, he's fast. So he got four four. He's like four three seven, four three nines, man. Like the boy can move. Sanity, dude. Yeah, that's absolute yeah. sanity. I don't think people were super excited about off the rip, um, about you know Kyron, but I I feel like I mean uh, it's it's if you're just taking it for what it is, he was a six round pick. I mean it's yeah. a guy that is ultimately a project. He has good raw skills. Um, but he needs to he needs to be you know polished down if he's going to be a, a contributor in this league. So it's just yeah. it's just not a guy that's ready to go day one. I mean, I like promise. the fact I like the fact that Kansas finally am, figured out how to use him. Am I coming across as stoic today? Very much so. Very, very stoic, yo. I love it. So, <laughs> but uh, nah, I love the fact that he they figured out how to use him. He was playing some like inside linebacker. Um, he was stand up rushing. They put his hand in the ground this year. He had the highest number of sacks, um, a good amount of tackles for loss. I don't think that he ever develops into a full time player. Um, rotational do that best. But realistically, like I, I put on Twitter earlier, two things I know about him for sure. He's fast and he can tackle. Um, and so I think that he'll end up being like a special team standout. Yeah. Uh, running that 437, 439 at six, at six foot, 230 pounds. I mean, he's a menace, right? Like I can see him on, on pretty much all coverages um, and being able to make some plays. Um, and, and he did show some juice off the edge, man. He was able to get to some quarterbacks um, similar to Nicobe Dean is not really a refined block shedder. And so like, that's the piece that he'll really need to focus on is like when you are getting stymied by somebody bigger than you, you can't just run up their chest. How do you get free? What's your secondary pass rush move or what's your secondary go-to? But man, he's fast that he could tackle. Like Heron says, six rounder. What more can you ask for? He, he also had 17 uh, special teams tackles. Uh, I know Waddle was very excited about, you know, him, you know, on special teams. You're adding a guy like that into the mix. You know, when you're on special teams, you got to have a certain kind of crazy. And I feel like. be a dog, bro. Like yeah, you might have some I'm looking that. forward to seeing that yeah. dog come out of that boy. Yeah, he's a dog. He's definitely yeah, he a dog. He looked like he got it. He looked like he got yeah. it. Absolutely. <clears throat> now, speaking of dogs, uh, you know, we're moving right along to. So we're getting chronicle with the Grant Calcaterra. You might have heard oh, this before. Geez, <laughs> you might have, you might have heard this guy. You might have heard this guy's story before. There's the but, excitement. Uh, <laughs> we got a, we, we got a, excitement. <laughs> Damn. That's hey, what hey, we're doing. Hey, That's hey, what we're doing on. now. Cheer up, Evan. Come That's on, what we're doing now. Oh, shit. Evan, can you just be a little bit more positive? <laughs> That's what we doing. So, so we we got a former we got a former teammate of Jalen Hurts, uh, a guy who, you know, he was this guy was best friends with Mark Andrews, Baker Baker Mayfield as well, uh, but he dealt with some concussions, man. And 
the concussion scene out here is kind of scary. You look at guys that have had multiple concussions where they, you're thinking over their, their careers. He decided to opt out and basically retire. Um, the fact that he, he was almost a fireman. He took EMT classes. He was ready to take that next level in his life. Uh, he's looking at the 2020 draft, and he's sitting there like, bro, I could do this still. Uh, he ends up going to Auburn uh, and ends up uh, transferring to SMU. So the, you're talking about a guy who's figured, you know, I got one more shot to make it. I'm not done yet. I'm not finished. Job finished. Not finished in my Kobe voice. He's he's back here at it like a, a crack addict, and he's, he loves some football because when you get that many concussions, that's kind of it's kind of crazy. And it's scary, it, it's, dude. Yeah. It's scary. Um, and I, I feel the same way. I think that he has uh, a skill set that could be used um, and he could contribute. The only thing that I fear is, is that if he gets cracked once in the NFL, uh, is that going to be where he calls it? You know what I mean? Like you said, he, he already has retired in college, um, stepped away from the game in fear of, of what I think was a smart decision. If you, if you are fearing your, your mind like that, that's the most important organ that you have. Uh, you have to protect that. And, um, you know, I, I just I, I think he's a guy that uh, he obviously has a lot of will and um, he did what it took to get to the league. I just hope that he's a guy that sticks around. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I love them on tape. Definitely presents as like a big slot. Uh, folks were knocking him for his inline blocking. They didn't he didn't he wasn't asked to do very much of it at SMU. That offense ran through him and Danny Gray. A uh, really good route runner, has a, a strong concept of understanding of how to get open with zones. The SMU quarterback did him no favors. He still made tons of plays. I think it's the same thing as Hearn. Um, I almost cringed watching him play because, you know, like one big hit could be it for him. But he put it all on the line, man. Like, I respect the hell out of this kid. You know, he never pulled up. He was, he was always in on the play. He was always putting his body on the line, knowing that, like, this could be it shit who am i to root against somebody like that right like i'm I'm always going to root for somebody that that's putting their role out there every single day um and and i think that he epitomizes the city of philadelphia in a lot of ways like that blue collar mentality that this city has been built around for ages and so um and he's also talented he's not just a try hard so you know he went from a dude that was highly regarded at oklahoma to understudy to mark andrews to um a sixth round afterthought and you know if he could play out his rookie deal this was 100% worth it. Mm-hmm. Now, talking about, you know, the, the first five picks, you know, we, we started off a, ton, a you know, 10, 10 selections, narrowed it down to five. You know, how he's like, you know, I'm not, I wasn't really happy with the number, but he, we <laughs> got there uh, and he, he got, some, got some guys. So uh, at the end of the day, let's look at that back half of the draft though. I know that we talked about how he was trying to get out of those five through seven rounds. Cause there wasn't yeah. really, it was slim pickings uh, at the back end of the draft, but like, look at how day three really went. I mean, I can't remember the last time I saw that many specialists go off the board. And if we're talking about it's a day full of kickers and punters and everything <laughs> being taken, what really kind of talent is there to be taken? We, we were sitting here on the live stream, talking about arguing over, Oh, we should take this punter in the sixth round. If that's what we're arguing about, maybe the talent that's out there isn't really that strong, and that's why we get the hell out of there. I do think the punter from uh, San Diego, he he was he he's a dog, but I think 
it's fun fun to call a, a punter a dog, but bro, he's he's bombing them out there. But just I mean, in general, like that. I think the the end of the uh, draft, the last, I think there's a lot of guys that had some probably had the same grades. Yeah. You know, and we spoke about J- Daniel Jeremiah speaking about the way that the draft is set up. Like you, you, you even saw it. You even saw the Ravens with six, how many six picks in the fourth round? Mm-hmm. Was that yeah. six six it's picks in the four, like fourth that, round? Yeah. Like that, yeah. And they cast in on every last yeah, one. Yeah, of them. yeah, that's that's what I'm, that's ex, that's Money. exactly what Je- Jeremiah was saying pre-draft about like right. how the draft is set up and where did Jeremiah make his his teeth? Like uh, wh- where do he make his money at? Working with the Ravens. So mm-hmm. I mean, uh, it, it was just fun to see how that worked out. But looking like the Eagles did their homework. They got some guys that uh. In as UDFA's um, yeah. one 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 player that a lot of people are excited about. Some people were saying he was a third mid round talent. I remember pick, in, yeah. in previous podcasts, Evan, we talked about Carson Strong. I said yeah. if he's there in the mid rounds, I said I would take him on the Eagles to develop. Mm. Not only did he pass that, the that's fourth why round, Harry's smarter than us. <laughs> then he passed the fourth round, but the man slips out of the complete draft. I mean, he goes undrafted, but at the end of the day, his knee, like the one conversation I had shared with you guys earlier when I was with sitting next to Kempsky at senior bowl watching, I said, what do you think of Carson strong? You know, everyone's, everyone was pretty much in awe of his arm talent all week. And he did have one bad practice where he was throwing some punts in the wind. Um, But they were, I was like, what do you think of Carson strong? He's like, yeah, his knee's fucked. Yeah, <laughs> he said he his knee is fucked, and that's you're thinking about the way he was so adamant. I was like, bro, like that bad, and he's like that bad. Uh, we're talking bone on bone. He's got some. He's got some biodegradable nails in there. He's got. <laughs> he's he had a, he had a he had a uh, injury in high school, and then last season coming back from uh, surgery on his knee, he wasn't 100. percent like Evan made mention a couple podcasts, he had like a negative 200 yards rushing for the season. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, Carson Strong, he's going to like uh, got some arm talent, but he is not going anywhere. Uh, he's he's kind of pretty much as a sitting duck in the pocket, but arm talent. Do you think that some time to heal is what he needs? Like if he just red shirts this entire year, essentially, do you think that that knee could get back to a place to where it's, it's playable and he's, and he's we're willing to risk it. Or do you think that it's like, I mean, bone to bone on bone sounds to me like that is just, that's chronic. That's you're never going to yeah. be able to regrow that cartilage. Well, he had that cadaver uh, problem. You don't need my dude. Uh, he had that he had that cadaver procedure, so he has dead people's ligaments in his shit now. And so, you know, you hope for the best. I mean, bone on bone is tough. I That's think rough. that a year off or like very minimal time on it could be helpful, right? At least in the very end is delaying the inevitable. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, that's yeah, bone Mark, on bone Mark, trying to play Mark in the is, league is yeah, tough. Yeah. Mark is right, cartilage doesn't grow back, you know. What I mean, bone on bone is no joke. Uh, kind of dealing with that a little bit on my right knee uh, it is yeah. nothing to not as you know to play around with. Um, yeah. But the 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 resume that Gail ended up just breaking down with all the injuries, man, it's like shit. I think the dude needs a few years to go ahead yeah. and recover. Like it's it's crazy. But I mean, hey, if, if it's the risk that how we decided to go ahead and take, 
we'll see. If is there, is there any kind of crazy uh, knee brace we can put him in? It just acts as a body <laughs> brace. That's the he one thing I skeleton. forgot this past weekend as I'm playing softball. Like, I forgot my knee brace. Like, bro, it's no joke. You start feeling that pain. That pain is just – it gets more and more aggravating as the day goes on. He's, he also had a collarbone <clears throat> fracture. So, I mean, he's been beaten up during his time, and I feel like – but, you know, I'm – last night, round – I had to get up for at 4:45 to, to come to New York City to work today, but like I, I, I was like, go to bed or watch Carson Strong tape. I chose Carson Strong tape. Always, I was like, could you? I was like, could you just take your ass to bed? And I was like, I gotta watch this. Shit. You so gotta he, watch the tape, bro. Bro, like I'm watching some of the throws that he's making and like. Uh, the arm talent is definitely, yeah. You know, just go go watch some of the tape. Uh, the QB school is a great is a great. Um, he got some great breakdowns of just he's throwing a ball into like triple coverage. He's yeah. done it multiple times. We go through this footage. He he'll throw a ball into triple coverage. He'll trust. He'll trust his arm. Like that's a thing where, I mean, those kind of big boy throws. That's what people will be like. Whoa, like yo. Um, he had a couple of those at the senior bowl too, right? Like in the practices, you see him making some tough fits. You know, he has confidence. He's a gunslinger. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's always been a space for those, but you also have to have it between the ears. And that was one of the knocks on him coming out of the draft was that aside from the bone, the knee on knee, the bone on bone knee injury um, and the collarbone issues was the fact that like he also didn't have a really comprehensive understanding of his offense at Nevada. And so that really alarmed a lot of, uh, of scouts uh, for somebody that should have a much stronger understanding of the offense or of NFL offenses. But I mean, this is a kid that's going to be asked to sit, right? Hold clipboards and just learn. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, listen, it could go much worse, right? Than a kid that has, he has the physical skills It's well. It's like Calcaterra. They have the physical skills. It's the injury intangible of like how long until mm-hmm. um, when you're getting a kid in the sixth round or a kid that's an undrafted free agent. Shit, I'm waiting all day. What the hell are you paying them? 300000 Exactly. <laughs> and but, I, I think that, uh, you know, just looking at it, I think if you were to take his arm and put it on Jalen's body, you got exactly what you need in a quarterback. Shit. But, I mean, I'm kind of just if like – Jalen had Carson Strong's arms. That's might have been the one overall. So you want Jalen Strong. Yeah, but I do like Jalen Strong as an undrafted free agent, but my whole point is he that – like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you talk about Jalen Strong. <laughs> You're, You're calling, calling him Jalen Strong. Uh, Strong. I, I um, <laughs> the whole point. Of Where's the screenshot? At? The uh, the his time in the body. You talk about how uh, you know he's thrown into triple coverage. He's trusting his arm and he's able yeah. to get it done. Yeah. That that type of luck's not a, not going to continue in the NFL. I mean, he that yeah. was at Nevada. When when you get up to the NFL, that's even a step beyond the SEC. A huge mm-hmm. step beyond the SEC. So. There's going to be guys in the NFL that are going to be able to close on those throws. And the yeah. triple teams, you're not going to be able to get away with that shit. But I'm sure he knows that. And by sitting and holding the clipboard for a year, hopefully he picks up on that. But the well, fact I mean, that he can do it. Right? Yeah, that's, like, a, that's the well, piece is that he can physically do it. Right. That shit right. is it's impressive, man. Because if you see, like, you'll you'll see throw a throw that, throw that, that you, you'll see. You'll see a throw <laughs> and you're like, bro, like that, like that throw right there. 
that translate or you see him yeah. throw across his, his body or throw, you know, you know, to the hashes or like, I mean, to the, like an out route and make a big boy, outs, big, you know yeah. what I mean? That yep. it's, 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 the opposite it's hash. Hell yeah. that's the kind of shit where you're just like, all right, you, you got that on yeah. lock. Um, and that's one of when the you hardest see, throws to make in the NFL, dude. The deep out from the opposite yeah. hash. Come on now. That's but if you one. see the pocket, see the pocket collapse, and then you see man's <laughs> like he's like he's like Sticking I ain't going quick nowhere. This shit, right? I ain't yeah. going nowhere. Yeah. Uh, but th- moving right along, uh, we we'll go Kennedy Brooks out of uh, Oklahoma, running back. He's got the smooth glasses. Looks like he's doing trigonometry. Uh, got <laughs> got two forty k. Got two forty k. So okay. obviously the yeah. Eagles are shelling out money. Um, you know, he, he's got some power to his game, dude. Uh, what, what did you guys think of Kennedy uh, Brooks? Dude, I mean, it, it, there's nothing that you can say wrong about a, uh, a sooner running back, man. I, I love uh, the Oklahoma running backs. He's obviously he's a, he's a good talent, but, you know, he's another UDFA. Um, yeah. I can't, how much can he contribute? I mean, I don't think that he's going to come in here and move anybody off their spot. Uh, I think that how our running back room is set up right now is kind of how it's going to be. I don't see anybody really getting pushed out. Um, Are you calling him a Jag? Calling him a Jag. Calling him a Jag. Just a guy. I think the, the, the wild part with UDFAs and running backs, it hits a little different because they get pushed down the board. Right. And so like when you see talented kids end up undrafted free agents as running backs, I, I tend to give it a little bit more credence. Like I'll lean a little bit more into them versus some of these other skill position players. And so with me, I mean, Kennedy Brooks, the PFF shared it. He had the highest, second highest running back grade since 2014. Um, I wouldn't call him just another guy. Uh, He showed some wiggle. He showed some strength. He showed the ability to get to the second level. I think he's definitely a guy that gets was blocked. I didn't see him doing a lot of like extracurricular work necessarily to make people miss. So yeah, man, I mean, Shit, he'll push some folks though, right? Like he he has a chance to to make a name for himself. I mean, Booby only has a year left, and so I know that how we and and the team are looking for some folks that might be able to fill out that running back room. Um, wouldn't be surprised if he if he doesn't end up making the team though. No, I mean it's a key point that you bring up because I mean you coming into the NFL, you got to be hungry to go ahead and get that spot. You got to earn yeah. it. So Absolutely. I mean I agree with you, man. I mean the guy you got, he has to have that in the back of his mind. He's already in the bottom, you know, of the list. It's yeah. all about getting to the top of the list, and you got to do whatever you got to do to get there. So, I mean, yeah, and it's like Gail mentioned, the way our running back situation is set up. Anything can happen, though. I mean, like, you know, there's only, like, one, two out of the four guys right now that I could really say that are going to be solid. The other two yeah. <clears throat> could be hit and miss, and that'll be the opportunity for him to step in. But we'll see how Absolutely. it goes. Absolutely. T. Moore says, uh, just off the Googles, I'm cool. Goggles. Um, Goggles. <laughs> That boy's that boy slacking tonight. <laughs> yes. oh, man. Reading hard. Man. Man's got 2020. Yo, you need some goggles, my boy. <laughs> got the Eric Dickens. Uh moving right along, you know, as we get along. I, I know a lot of people are excited about Josh. Yeah. Job. Uh Sir, the next two for me, man. The potential to uh Come in and try and compete. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to think of a UDFA competing for uh, CB two. I don't know that. I don't know all that, but I think he's got an opportunity to come in here and compete. Um, you know, 
he's he, you know he's a, he's a Bama dude, so you always bet on Bama. Is that is that right? Is that what we're saying? Hell yeah! I mean, he he, he, he did dealt, he did deal with some injuries, so the fact that uh he wasn't able to, you know, put his best foot forward yeah. last season, I feel like, you know, he he's really you know, I mean that's why he fell. Like he a lot of people had him around mid round mid rounds fourth to fifth. Yeah. The fact that he fell out of the uh, the draft, you know, I I know I know he's he, he's he's looking. I know he's hungry. If if what? he can come in here and give me uh, Jalen Mills like production, that's a home run. Uh, Jalen yeah. Mills, obviously, he was seventh round pick. He dropped because of character concerns, but just another SEC cornerback. Uh, um, I, I I trust the hell out of SEC cornerbacks, man. I honestly like it makes me wonder like as to why. He someone just didn't take a late round flyer on him. I mean, Alabama, Alabama cornerback, dude's got some skills, man, to be able to compete in that division. Absolutely. Well, we mentioned it, yo. Sorry, Prime. Go ahead, bro. No, no, no. I was saying absolutely. That's all I said. Yeah, <laughs> I know we were talking during the draft. Like Gail had mentioned, it. injuries was pushing dudes completely out of the draft. Um, and Joe missed the college football playoffs. Wasn't able to work out at the at the combine, and so. Uh, <laughs> he need, he got them glasses that Gail need, bro. Um, and so yeah, I got twenty twenty guy. You don't got twenty twenty. You lying now? Um, you, you too old for twenty twenty. That's shit the great over time. But that's I got twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. But Joe, I'm excited about him, man. And they were talking about you, uh, Hearn. You hit the nail on the head. The Jalen Mills comp. I think he's a more talented player than Jalen Mills. Um, but the fact that he offers some back end flexibility between playing cornerback and playing safety. Um. I loved his tackling. Like his tackling was one of the things that really impressed me. That's he's, I love he's somebody Mills. that's gonna, yeah, he's gonna come up and mix it up. And for me, like that's the the definition of who's gonna make the bottom end of your roster in the secondary because they have to play special teams. And he's somebody that's gonna always mix it up in the running game. So that excites me. Um, yeah, between him and Goodrich, yo, I think either or both of them end up making the fifty three. Um, and end up really putting some fucking fire underneath the corners that are ahead of him. Do you think he can make oh, yeah. uh, make it over Zach? No, nah, I think Zach will get the nod because he's a fourth round pick and this is only his second year. Mm. I, I, um, I wasn't I, impressed I with Zach McPherson though last year. To be quite yeah, I, I recently spoke. I recently spoke with someone who spoke to Zach, and Zach said that uh, he's 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 in contention to compete for that. Uh, Number two cornerback spot, hey, and I was up. like, I was that's like, okay, up. okay. I so just, at the end, of the day, I just want to see it. It's, like, it sounds yeah. like ultimately, at the end of the day, they are hell bent on keeping Avante in the slot, which is where I want him to be. He needs but to be like yeah. that, yeah. that's that's where he flourishes. But like, yep. if we end up going into this and we don't really have a guy that we see develop, do we have to push Avante to the outside if we have our arm twisted? Worst case, worst case scenario. I feel but like I, I think base Albante flourishes on the inside. So I agree with you. I feel you. like base, but like, base package, if you want a five two, kick him outside and let him be the second corner on the field because he offers that tackling ability as well. If you want a nickel or a dime, it's you lose more than you gain by putting him outside. There has to be somebody, whether it's a free agent or one of the players currently on the roster or one of these UDFAs that's gonna battle for that C B two. I think you lose more than you gain moving him to C B two and then putting somebody else in the slot. Okay. That's just you know, the other guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, yeah, I'm, now I just mentioned good, good rich. Uh, you know, he, he's a guy that people feel like both those dudes come in here 
and give us some. Hopefully, the last time we expected a uh, defensive back from Clemson to give us some, we got Kayvon Wallace. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still wait. I'm still wait. I'm still wait. I was but high on Kayvon, bro. I was excited about Kayvon, man. I'm if like, I what the hell real, happened? He hasn't, he hasn't shown anything defensively, but I don't think he's the worst in special teams. I, th- I think Kayvon? he does make plays in special teams. I do. Yeah. This is the year. I guess this this is this for is me. Definitely the year. It has to be the year, man. Yeah. I mean, Absolutely. speaking of safety, uh, uh, Honey Badger off to the Saints. Yeah, he's gone. We we knew that was going to happen, though. Come on, man. Like it was it, it was one of those situations, and I kept saying it during the draft. Like Honey Badger played his hand correctly, right? All these safety needy teams that couldn't scoop somebody, he was in prime position. He was in pole position to be that guy. So. Right. Um, I'm I'm sort of curious if we were talking about who could play in the slot. So Kayvon Wallace played a ton of slot reps at Clemson. So I'd be curious if he can't work as a deep safety or playing the, the cover two shells, um, if he's somebody that could kick down and maybe cover some of these tight ends, find some sort of usage for him. Um, mm-hmm. That's, you know, I think he's I, – I was big on Kayvon, man. I feel like uh, I'm doubting my ability to scout people now and shit. Cause I was nah, excited, yo, nah. and I'm like, he just nah. bottomed out. Dude, in the well, league, we bro. all kind of, we all kind of got like um, wrapped up in the whole Kayvon thing. I think we get, it, it was the first safety we had drafted from Clemson yeah. since Dog. Right. So, so there's that, and we're all sitting here thinking, oh, we could potentially, you know, getting way excited that way. And yeah. then you see his online presence, and he comes on Twitter, and he's saying all the he's right things. That he's, shit. Get, yeah. he's talking that shit talking right that before shit. he even hits the field. Yep. And you're like, all right, this guy's got some dog in him. Yeah. And then he does, and then he's just he got a, he's, he's a little <laughs> turned into a chihuahua. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he got the wrong kind of dog. All in that, him all that bark, all bark. Nobody, nobody. Yeah, but like Mario Goodrich fell too, yo, uh, because of injuries. And so you know, both of these corners that fell to UDFAs fell because of injuries, not because of on-field presence or potential. So I feel good, man, you know, considering the limited number of picks that the Eagles made to be able to scoop so many of these undrafted free agents that like legitimately could make your roster, right? Or end up protected on practice squad to give them a year to develop. And then in 2023, like they're coming in to really like chomp at the at the heels of the people on them in front of in front of them on a depth chart. I'm just excited. Like when was the last time that we could say we were this deep at all of these different important positions on the football field? Like it's been a minute. It's dude. been a long it's time. Been a minute. And, and now, long I'll, time. I'll, I'll build on that. We still got two firsts to use next year. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I mean that's that's part of the whole draft uh, landscape is the fact that not only did you add AJ Brown and with it, you know, for the 18th pick, but you also recouped for five million dollars. A first round pick next year, next year, and a second round pick in, in 2024. But I mean, overall, yeah. I mean that's that's some nice that's some nice value um, as we as we move along. Uh, I, I know I know some people are excited about uh, Britton Covey. Yeah, it's uh, a nice little uh, last I name. Po- I want considering. you to point out all the people that are excited. Point them out right here. All See, right. I have my hand up. In terms of, but he, this, I, I believe Britton uh, Colby will get. He's in running for the uh, Paul Turner Award, 
fact yeah. that he's got some uh you know Ooh. he's he, he's the smaller guy yeah, he's the yeah. they'll call him the crafty dude as a but as a special teams punt return dude check out some of his punt returns uh i mean he took one back against ohio state correct you just that, love, that, you uh, love those short wide outs and yo he was he was torching hey. oregon uh, he was cooking Oregon up. Oregon, we yeah, already t- know Oregon recruits some tell of the Mark. fastest kids in the country. Tell Mark, tell Mark the uh, the, the he's the biggest Oregon stand we have in here because he's well, from Mark, Oregon. Yeah. yeah, Mark, what up, Mark? Mark, Mark Burr, your yeah, boys yeah. was your boys was getting cooked by this little five eight. You know what I mean? <laughs> Hundred sixteen pound young boy right cook. here. He was cooking him. Cook. Go see now. Cook. He, he, <laughs> This man's song and adobo in there. <laughs> Yo, yeah, he right. looked it up, bro. Well, he, looks like he's like you when you're when you walk into Barnes Nobles. Can you tell where the books is? Hey, sir, how are you? I got you. I got you. Um, hey, man, but he he, he, he had some crafty pump returns. So if you yeah. think at the end of the day, you know, at the, you're, you're looking for guys in the back end that have special team ability, Josh yeah. Blackwell from Duke. Who could uh, give you some uh, some ability on special teams? Mm-hmm. Um, I know another guy that we were pretty. I mean that that Mal was pretty high on. First of all, go check out Mal's UDFA tracker on forceandjohn.com. Yes, sir. He's doing a phenomenal job over there. Uh, you're you're high on Reed Blankenship. Yo, kid is kid could play. Um, he could hit. He he showed the ability to make some plays in the secondary. Had some had some interceptions. Was able to take a couple to uh, the house, um, or at least one to the house, I believe. Uh, I like Reed. Uh, in a couple of the mock drafts I did, I took him in the mid rounds, like fifth round. I don't know. He's another one of these dudes that I could see becoming like a special teams maven. Like, I think the Eagles really did an excellent job of loading up on guys that have high upside in the like that that next piece right like that special teams piece um you win and lose games playing special teams joe and so you know when you have guys that are that have the mentality to come out and be on kick coverage be on punt coverage um and are absolutely looking to demolish people with whatever opportunity that they get i think that's how you end up winning football games the tight and close ones and so re-blankenship checks that box for me i don't know he ever contributes as a safety but shit, if you don't block him on punt coverage, he might kill your punt returner. So he's a, he's a, a three time three time captain. Yeah. So Josh Blackwell what? the same, right? Like you know, had twenty uh, had twenty pass breakups and zero interceptions. So he doesn't really have the ball skills, but he's a willing tackler, um, and he's somebody that's gonna like get in there and, and get his nose dirty. That's all I can ask for, man. Football is a game of like, yo, who who's the the toughest team most times is going to win. Who's the toughest? Who is the people that are going to give everything that they have for a win? And like the, you drafting two and three and four time team captains, um, you drafting dudes that like have given their all to their programs. Hmm. I mean, I think that that's a, a pretty national champions, right? Like folks that have won it at that level. Um, you're building a culture um, and not just talking about it, but like actually laying the foundation of what a successful NFL culture looks like. Mm-hmm. Shout, shout out to Daz Deals, by the way. Um, I know someone was making a comment about his Avi on YouTube. Man's upgraded his Avi to uh, Cunningham. It's got the nice Kelly Green. So he, you know, he's got a nice little vibe going on there. Shout Let's out to go, you, Daz. Go, Daz. Uh, don't think I forgot. 
<laughs> yeah, that's uh, Bob. Shout out to Bob from Down Under, right? Bob right, from Down yeah, Under. Yeah, Bob. Yo, Bob, it's like one in the morning, baby. Go to sleep. But, uh, <laughs> we, we're glad to have you, though, Broski. Uh, but that's what I'm saying. A four-three gunner in Blackwell. You got a four-three-seven dude in Kyron Johnson. Reed Blankenship is running four sixes. All of these guys can hit. All of these guys are willing tacklers. It's like holy hell, you know. That's the piece that that you're missing in a lot of instances. You know, that's what made the Patriots so dangerous is that they take guys that have no ego that are going to go on whatever whatever team you tell them to get on. If they're a starter, if they're a reserve dude, if they're fresh off the bench and never played a game in their life, they are going to give it 100%. And I think that that's really what the Eagles have done a good job of over the past two seasons, at least, is like really identifying. Uh, it's not 30. Awesome. Um yeah, really identifying guys that'll give a hundred percent effort, man, and shit. Coach the rest. Talk of about hundred. Talk about hundred percent effort. I just want to shout out all the people in the chat who yeah. uh, came on came on for draft uh, day two of the draft, day three of the draft. You completely nerded it out. PFF yeah. had a stat that the Eagles were picking a pick every three hours, and uh, you guys no, stuck that- it out. Day three of the draft was brutal. Like, like, shout out to Prime. Shout out to Prime. He's 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 doing birthday parties and doing it. Yeah. Like you're running around yeah, doing Prime, your thing. You didn't when miss you, anything, bro. You didn't miss a damn thing. So you we, we were up in there. We were up in there. How was the birthday party though? <clears throat> it was huh? great, man. My daughter. Nice. Yeah, it was a great turnout. Shout out to all the people that ended up showing her love that day. Um. She had a great time. Um, she was she was ecstatic, man. She she went and stopped talking about it. And then the uh that Monday yesterday was um her actual birthday. So she went to school, um, had a little something with her friends at school. So you know, I mean she's she's still celebrating it, man. Happy birthday. You know who else had a good time? AJ AJ had a good time. She was laughing her ass off on the uh the live stream. (laughs) We were all all laughing. I felt like we all we all, we all kept each other going. Uh, I, there was at one point I was ready to dip after the uh, game was done. You yeah. looked up at this. You took your hat off and looked up at the ceiling. He was like, "Why the fuck am I still streaming?" <laughs> yeah, we, we talked about we talked about nature for a solid hour. Yeah, we was talking about hippo, hip, hippos and just... spiders, <laughs> scorpions. And shit. I, I, I had this banner up for like an hour. <laughs> and that geo, let's go. I, I was just, I was just at a point where I was just like, dude, come on, like, yeah. this is what I waited for. Like, come on, give us more juice. Like, it was probably the slowest day three I've seen in a while. But hey, you guys, you guys kept it all fun and uh yeah. kept no, me entertained it, it was good it was to, amazing, to hang out with everybody and to hang out with the comments section to yeah. have people jump on like we don't yeah. get to you know sit and actually we get to read your guys comments don't get to actually talk to you face to face so yeah. it was uh it was cool to have you guys jump on that yeah bro. Um, i told my wife before we even like that that uh going into friday i was like what i love so much about fourth and john is the commitment to the community and the fact that like, you know, you see some of these other live streams and like they want to box people out the process out of ego and all of these things. They don't want to give other people the platform to talk. Mm-hmm. And like, this is the complete opposite. We bringing on fans, we yeah. laughing, joking, having a good ass time. It's like a family band. And like, you know, 
I will forever be grateful to that. Shout out to Pete's hundred million dollar camera. Oh. You know what I mean? Yo, yeah, the Hollywood yo, camera. Yeah. I was looking at John up. I was like, man, if you don't stop your shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I was on Amazon after that. I'm like, I was like Pete's camera. I was like, I was all like, I did I was, was add it to the cart. That was it. That's about as far as I got when I saw you, that. You bought shit. it? I was like, you I bought mean, it? Just got added um, to the cart just listen, so I could listen. keep seeing it. I'm going to show no y'all right now. Mal has the, a camera. the bulk. I bought it, but I bought it. Well, he paid for the camera body by itself. I got a lens and a bunch of other shit with it. Get it. Uh, hit me. I got y'all. I'll send okay. you the link to oh, where right. you can find it. Uh, get the bulk. Get get the whole package deal, man. But it's a uh, dope yo, camera, though, without a question. No, it definitely yo, looked P- like a dope camera. Don't get me wrong. Yo, Absolutely. Pete P looked like he was doing an Oprah interview, yeah. and we were sitting out here like, bro, like. My shit was grainy, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I was sweating. It was grainy. I'm like, shit. Nah, nah, shout out to shout out to Bob. I mean, no, at the end of the day, man, it, it's really you know connecting with people all over. Like yeah. Bob's out here in Australia. Wow. It's nine thirty in the morning watching Phillies yeah. out here. Yeah. So we have again, folks from the UK, like all over the place. Yeah, we get, we, we, we got genuine bro. fans though too. Bro. Yeah, but like that's Absolutely. that's the thing that I, li- I like the most about our fans is we. Got, well, the great the crazies there. Yeah, the crazies they're, they're, there. They're crazies, I mean, and they uh, we, we're all we're all like minded. We're all on the same page. <laughs> uh I'll talk about like-minded some of the back end guys are you know not just not you know I don't know if they're like-minded that, that really didn't make sense. Dunkle. No, but Bill Dunkle, that's that's Bill that's Dunkle. a nice little uh name there. Yeah talking about Bill Dunkle. I mean uh you're talking about a guy with uh he's got all his starts at right guard, yeah. you know, he's got 32 games played, 30 30 games started. Um, you know, what do you think of that haircut? I don't know. Just... <laughs> I was like, the mustache, bro. The mustache shaped up. He had the edge. He had the corner on the edges. That's you know what I mean. I mean, the the dude's a massive human being at six yeah. four three twenty eight. Yeah, yeah. Of all of the dudes, the offensive lineman. <laughs> I like Dalton. Evan. Evan's not I was excited. Like, that guy looks like he can fix a vending machine. <laughs> That boy is about the size. Yo, what am I? What am I school, thinking so. of? What? What was it? Pet, pet, pet detective, right? The Finkel. Yeah. Uh, oh, this is coming to my mind. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, no, I like them though. Uh, of the, no, of the undrafted, <laughs> like him, him and Josh Sills. <laughs> him and Josh Sills, I thought could could have a shot. Um, her big, you know, getting released. I don't think that was accidental, right? Like, I think you know. Uh, did that catch you it, by surprise some, that he re- that he did, requested that? It didn't. It didn't. I, I don't think that it was surprising on the back end of these young guys getting brought in. Um, he he requested that, to be released. Yeah, he his did. his wow. agent request. He wow. through his agent requested to be released. Wow. And so yeah, man, I think that there's some uh, promise there, bro. Right? Like if 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 anybody has the coach to coach up undrafted free agents to do some shit in the NFL. We got the guy. Yeah, we so, definitely got the guy. <laughs> no, he's the, he's like the um, he's so, like that. He's I'm trying to think. Bro. I mean, he, Yoda, he's the Yoda. He's yeah. the Yoda. He's the Yoda. So glad he didn't um, go to Alabama, man. That was huge to keep him. Um, oh, last sure. Year with the coaching sure. transition. Um, two other guys that I wanted to mention before. Um, Noah Ellis, Shh, big boy. Uh, yeah, dude, six four, three forty six. You know, the got a man in the middle. Um, very uh, excited in this photo. I mean, he got 240k, so you look at the money 
that tells you what they think about some of these guys. Yeah. Uh, added an ad, edge rusher in Ali Fayed. Um, EJ Perry from uh, Brown University uh, actually signed with the Jaguars today. He wants to eat the ice cream down there with Doug Peterson. Uh, we picked up Ali Fayed. Did we not pick up EJ Perry? Was that like just a false rumor or was that like – Well, what happened and they got released apparently. Gotcha. Well, it, it, it was like – he ended up signing with um he, he ended up signing with the Jags, but the thing is they were waiting for Carson Strong to sign. So in and they ended up signing EJ Perry and then uh but I mean I mean overall, I mean like you know, these these are guys at the back end of the roster guys. Remember remember guys were super high on uh Trayvon Grimes. They they almost had t shirts, they had you know, they could they, they had like Arm tats, like that, that uh, never let people insane, forget that bro. shit, huh? That shit like, like, insane. like Prime has Conseco on his arm. People were out here trying to get. Yo, Conseco's like, a Hall of Famer, Grimes. though, bro. I know, but Trayvon I'm Grimes. Were, I mean, like, what the hell that guy so did? So crazy for Trayvon Grimes. I'm like, relax. That was <laughs> the one thing out of all all season last year that pissed me off the most was the Trayvon Grimes stance. I don't know why it bothered me so much, but I was like, come on, man. I brought uh, I brought Lance in a conversation the other day. Uh, you fear he's more of a, a box safety gal? I think I think at this point in time in his career, yeah. Like I feel like, Dude, he's not you know, at, old, at, at, bro. No, like, no, it's not. It's not. It's not. A, it's not about the old. It's just at you know, um, his his his, his 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 role is probably suitable more for a box safety than yeah. back at the, back at the end of you know. Um, he's always been that guy, right? Like Landon Collins yeah, has always know. been who he is. And we already got Harris, so it's like, what are we, you know? At the end of the day, it's like, you know, I think people are, are now grasping for like what's next because mm-hmm. it's CB2 and it's safety. And then, you know, the, 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 Epps, the Epps hive will let you know too. So, like, you know. Does it, like, does that like, strike fear into you guys at all for this year. I mean, I th- I the think fact that we glaring, have a weak secondary as a whole, our weakness. corners and our safeties, that just makes me feel like we got to put up like 24 points a game just to be able to stay in this thing, bro. Well, well what about Bradbury? Bradbury's about to get released. Yeah. Mm, I would love it. Yeah, Arizona need – Arizona got any safeties we can grab? My my thing with – wait. What's with, the, um, the – Clark. With, Who's the – Chuck, Chuck, Chuck. Chuck uh, Clark from, from the Ravens. Ravens, yeah, yeah, they're talking about Chuck Clark. My thing with Bradbury, he's is he's gonna still demand some bread on the open market, right? Like how mm-hmm. he's made it very clear he's not going over whatever number they set for a player, and I don't know that they're gonna be able to compete with whatever number Bradbury is looking for. Um, if I'm Bradbury, I take a little bit less to join the Eagles to play the Giants two times a year, um, and, and really be able to prove that like they made a big ass mistake letting mistake, it go. Right. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Plus, you're yeah. combining with various slays, so you're not going to be tasked with chasing ones all day. Um, yeah. And for me, Bradbury's best years were in Ca- were in Carolina, where he played off man zone, and he was able to like not chase folks all around the field, but play one stationary side, uh, which is sort of similar to what Gannon is probably looking to do this year, right? If he has two really good corners, and so I'll be in on Bradbury at the right price. I mean, I think that's the caveat for any player. Speaking of JG's defense, Trey Waynes with uh, and Xavier Rhodes. Uh, I think I think people Kevin have been King. saying Kevin King. Kevin I King. To, I was trying to say before you. <laughs> Kevin King, you knew it was coming. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kevin King, man. Please. Please. I'm, he had I'm his start, best year I'm his starting career. Kuda high, bro. Kuda high. <laughs> uh, Bob says, you think cutting. I'm with it. Bob says, you think cutting Herbig to free up 2.4 million shows how tight we are up against the cap? No, nah, I think I think I think that was more of a Herbig's personal decision type thing. Yeah. I think I think Herbig is trying to seek a more, more of a role in the offense. Yeah, he trying and, he, he she trying to change the name to He Big. Like I'm bigger than this. I'm bigger than this place. And okay. the hey, salary cap isn't real, so it, that none of that matters. Um, I saw a comment in there as we close out. Um, you know, the dad says the interview this morning, he said, don't worry, I got you with uh, Anthony. Was it Anthony? No, he was with. Um, Cataldi. W, w, yeah, Angelo Cataldi. He was like, he's like, don't worry, I got you guys. I got you. Like, he was very animated. Like, he was like, pretty much like, come on, give me some credit. Like, I got you a Super Bowl, right? Yeah. You know, like, right before before you died, right? Like, he, yeah. he's pretty much like, just have faith. I think at this point in time, it's really about like you. If you step back and look at it, our team from last year, and the fact that we added Jordan Davis, Hassan Reddick, the Kobe Dean, which you and your whole lineage did not think we were going to get the Kobe Dean in the third. Uh, you got you got AJ Brown on the offensive side of the football. You got a. You got a oh one a, a 1A and a one b. That's what we've been asking for. I think uh, I think Howie is starting to crawl himself out of that that rumors. Well, I mean the past two draft we have to see how this one plays out because I don't want to come out here and say you know he killed this draft before we actually see uh, the fruits of his labor here. But I feel confident in in how how he did. I think that it, this was a good draft, and I think that we built up uh, the defensive side of the ball just tremendously. Yeah. Um, but last year, I can definitely say that was a good draft. I think Howie is turning it around, man. He, he's starting to dispel that rumor that, you know, he's uh, he's not as trash of a, a drafter as everybody makes him out to be. And Mark says, did you guys see Dillard's new body putting in some work in the gym? Yeah. Bro, he, he looks like that's the one thing. When he was drafted, our first podcast, I said, he's got to grow into that body. He's got to, like – you know have a have a because he, he he started at washington state at 240 uh so it's got it's been trying to be put on weight he's at around what 320 now something like that yeah looking good you talk about 80 pounds of like since his freshman year to now like he 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 finally looks like he's in his nfl body but um i don't know he, he's also part of the prime fan club he has the prime helmet in his collection um let's see adam has a question here he says who do you guys want starting at right guard sumalo driscoll or jurgens um i'm gonna go i'm gonna go sumalo yeah Yeah. that's one that makes the most sense to me i mean he's got the most experience and jurgens yeah Yeah. i like driscoll too man i'm not gonna hold you I, i definitely like driscoll um, but I think yeah, you, Driscoll's, give that, you give that nod Drisc- to Steel Malo, and you know that you have Driscoll in the wings just in case. Sam Malo's low-key been on the team for a minute, bro. Yeah, hot one. Hot one. Mm-hmm. Long-ass time. He came in the same class as Big V, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, I think Palatero, Palatero said he wants Dillard at guard. Fuck no. 
<laughs> so he get his ass kicked between his ears every play. Nah, my boy. There, there's something about like playing guard. You got to be like, you got to be a beast. You got to be a monster. You want to, you want to fight in a phone booth type of deal. Yeah. And he's, wow. and he's a. He, I would put me in a phone booth with him. Let me rough him up. But you put him <laughs> on the island, put him on the edge, and that's a different conversation. But he's never been that type of player. Right. Right. Now, Bob, well, this will probably be our final question tonight, as we are just in love with talking draft, but uh, in the Eagles. Uh, the real concern was, did Howie Lurie learn from right. Doug in the Schwartz time? How much are they listening to Gannon and his needs? Looks like they really are this time around helping his helping his scheme ideas on, oh, not sure. I mean, he, he did make mention that the way that they're selecting their players, it has nothing to do with the scheme, like mm-hmm. in terms of like getting, you know, Getting talent. value, right. getting the getting getting uh superior prospects in here. At the end, of the, like if you over start overthinking cheat, then that's where you get in in this uh, situation. You bring in players like I think those two players, Jordan Davis and Nicobe Dean, bring a winning culture. They bring a again what Chip. they talk about Nicobe Dean when they describe him. They say selfless in yeah. Jordan Davis's. Presser, what is the word that he he used? Selfless. All those all those dudes that want to come in here and form like Voltron and be a part of something. That's not one over the other. That's a part of something. So I feel like that, you know, that kind of let that marinate in the locker room. I need that. I, I need, I need though I, I keep on going back to like like stuff like Rager and like the individualism of like all the shit going on, and he's thinking about taking his, you know, IG stuff down. He's, yep. he's just like, it, it's it's they not like no dog in them, bro. And that's not it, a selfless it, move either. It's about me. You know yeah. what I mean? It's about who called who called I'm AJ you, Brown you know. after Jalen Devontae Smith called. I don't I don't know if Jalen called him, but no Devontae was on that phone with him, bro. <laughs> Couldn't wait to get him in Philadelphia to get the fucking pressure off of him to be that only guy. Like uh it's just exciting, man. It's exciting. Shout out to yeah. Owachita, uh to Uwakuda State Baptist, bro. <laughs> um, I got class after this to get my motherfucking theology. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So I'm out to be in class, baby. Owachuda, division two, baby. Let's get it. Owachuda State. Uh yeah, before I mean, thinking about it, uh, I mean, you guys have any last words before we get there? Out of here, I know Prime looks like he's about to eat something. He's about to he's, he's like, I'm about to eat my <laughs> hand. Boy, boy, leaning off this it's ta- it's Taco yeah, Tuesday. I, I went, Taco I went, Tuesday. Yeah, it's Taco Tuesday. I went from work to work. So, you know, I mean, I, nice. I try to I'm trying to go eat. Yeah. Oh, let, let me also say, since you brought up Taco Tuesday, I finally threw some uh Riviera hot sauce on some nah, tacos. I'll bro, wait something to eat there. it. There you go, bro. Bro. <laughs> Fuego, bro. Upstairs. Really good. Really good. Yeah. It's upstairs, ready to go. All three of my fajitas had that uh, the jalapeno. Oh, man. All my last words is, uh, as always, thank y'all for having me on, man. Just glad to be a part of this team and, and just working with you dudes. Uh, and just a part of a passionate fan base of knowledgeable people. Um, you know, this was a great draft. Excited for rookie camp. Really excited for training camp to see these guys go after it. Um, but no matter who makes that 53-man roster – is arguably the strongest roster we've had. I would even say potentially past 2017 within the past 10 years, man. So a mm-hmm. bunch of really good football Facts. players. So Facts. excited. Prime. I'm hungry. 
I'm going to go eat. I want to go play with my kids, man. <laughs> I was about to say, uh, everybody Jordan. have a good night. <laughs> I was about to say that Michael Jordan meme, but I, I was like, this is a family show. Yeah, don't say that. <laughs> don't say that. And they and they just had birthdays too. You can't yeah, on, don't do that to me. Uh, Evan. <laughs> Um, nah, I, I, I just want to, uh, I just, I just want to send another, uh, little golf clap to Howie Roseman, uh, for keeping it simple, stupid during the draft, man. Yeah. Um, he didn't, you know, try to be the smartest guy in the room. He went after guys that were uh, proven talents. He went yeah. after guys that went and won a championship, uh, at the college level. Um, I can't fault you for, uh, these picks because that's exactly how I would have done it. So, uh, yeah. you know, well done, Howie. Yeah, nah, nah Jay Cross, I mean, that's gonna I... be me, man, on 2K in a second. <laughs> yeah, oh. <laughs> we, we gotta get now, yeah, now that this draft is over, like we spent a ridiculous amount of time watching film. Uh, I do, I do want to shout out you guys during this draft season, you guys putting in the work, man. Um, you as well, bro, you as well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, exactly. it's, it, it's like we can get our lives back, uh, <laughs> because. I'm already I, turning I, I, to 2023, bro. Like, it's no life. Like, I'm going to film up already. I don't want to see <laughs> Dane Brugler's name for another six months at least. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to, to all you guys who stuck it out, like, during Absolutely. draft season, I appreciate you guys. Um, but overall, just talking about this team as we close out, we did some good things, man. Like I said, we – because some are like, you said we. Nah, we did like, it yeah, too, we, bro. We. We. Hey, uh, we helped. We this, 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 team, this team put in some work. The fact that we have AJ Brown, that that just I can't I cannot I cannot believe it. Hassan Reddick cannot believe it. I, the fact that we got Jordan Davis to beef up the middle, cannot believe it. The fact that we got Nicobe Dean cannot believe it. Uh so I'm I'm on a real time high right now. Yeah. Uh I'm just just waiting for the next 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 news to drop because uh I can't get enough. Can't get enough. Uh, but appreciate you guys. And as always, fly, eagles, fly. Can't Hit get enough. Hit the goddamn button. <laughs> Can't get enough, bro. Can't get enough. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.